This is Rocky Mountain Cold Cases. I'm Rachel and that's Adam. I'm Adam and that's Rachel. Um, This is different since you're across the table this time. Yeah, is it nicer? I am undecided. Oh. Um, I found my fun fact and I don't know where it went. Oh, well, I got you a new microphone. What do you think of it? Uh, it seems pretty fine. It'll be nice because, um, it'll be nice. It, the, the other one was like picking up your voice and my voice, so. Yeah, I mean, it seems fine. Um, if anyone's wondering what microphones and you're trying to use and start your own podcast, uh, I got the Rode Pod mics. So, anyway, little, I don't know what that was, but. I know I can't find my fun fact. I'll put a link in the notes. Anyway, what? It's because it's on my laptop, but I'm using my iPad. Oh, do you need to go to your laptop? No, I know what it was about. I just wanted to give accurate information. Because oh, fu- you have the you have the notes for the show for the for the. That's on my iPad. Yeah. Because it's all on the drive. Right. But... Bummer. Okay. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you from my brain, from what I remember. Okay. Okay, it's about butterflies. 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 Um, they have memories from when they were a caterpillar. Really? Yeah. I would tell you the web source I found it on if I rem- had remembered to, you know, send that to my iPad, but I didn't. Anyways, yeah. And they found this out because they they introduced a smell similar to like nail polish remover to the caterpillars. Yeah. And then also like a, a little electric shock. And then they put them in like not really a maze, but like a thing where one direction was towards the smell and then the other direction was away from the smell. And they watched to see which way the caterpillar would go and they avoided that smell even without the shock and would just like not want anything to do with that smell. And then when they go into the cocoon, they kind of become just like a goo. And so there was a question on if their brain is a new brain. Oh, really? But then they found that when they turn into a butterfly and they put the butterfly in that same type of chamber, the butterfly would also avoid the smell. I think they said 70% of their butterflies avoided the smell. So so your fun fact was that butterflies remember being a caterpillar. Parts of being a caterpillar, yeah. Oh. And I think it made it even more interesting for me because they used principles of ABA in it. Yeah. So it was like, huh. Yeah, because what? How? What's the term for that? Because they put, they associated the smell with the, the shock. With the shock, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to get them to avoid the smell, they did the shock. So you could say that it was a positive punishment because now they don't go to the smell because they're afraid they're going to get shocked. Yeah, I was going to say positive reinforcement. No, that means <laughs> they would go to the smell all the time. It's punishment. They, stopped going to the smell so positive punishment positive reinforcement so reinforcement is when it's like you're more likely to do the behavior again and again got it okay yeah yeah. okay yeah right that's my fun fact i will not put the source in because i don't have it okay (laughs) okay are you ready for our case yeah well this one is in new mexico new mexico in albuquerque new mexico oh fun so isn't that the state um Capital? Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't. I, I think a lot of people think it's Phoenix, but I think it's Albuquerque. Phoenix? That's in Arizona. 
What am I thinking? Well, you should be thinking to stay over. Yeah. Never mind. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's down south, you know, from where we're at. Anyway. All right. Okay. New Mexico. In February of 2009, a woman from Albuquerque, New Mexico, was walking on the West Mesa with her dog in an area that was being developed into residential housing. On the walk, she found a human bone and reported it to police. So she was walking with a dog? Wait, what? So on the walk, she found a human bone and reported it to police. When police came to investigate and look for more bone pieces, they did end up finding more pieces, many more pieces, in a search that took a month to complete. How does it take you a month? Well, okay, anyway. They, well, they found probably spread out. many pieces. There's so many bones in your body, and then if like animals get to them and scatter them. That's true. Okay. Plus, the area was under development, so things could have been moved around. So the city had been using satellite pictures to plan and develop this area. So when they realized how many bones they were dealing with, they thought there were several potential victims in the area and not just one person. So they pulled the old satellite photos to compare the images over the last several years and noticed areas that were different over time. They were all different? Wait. Yeah. So when they look at the satellite photo from a few years before 09, they would have, you know, the, it would, the landscape would look a certain way. And then a year or two later, when they would pull that same area image, there would be like discrepancies in the soil, like tire tracks. Um, they just, they would just notice like, I found a picture of it and I... I am not trained to look at these things. So all I could see was like tire tracks, but they have like arrows drawn where there's disturbed soil and they actually went to those disturbed soil areas. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And they found more remains in those areas. So it's not just like the remains of one person. Nope. It's like multiple. Yeah. So they, they found so many bones. They're like, I'm pretty sure there's more than one person here. And they looked at the satellite photos to see where the area looked different. And then dug there and did, in fact, find more bones. Mm. Is that... So, there was a lot of development there? Um, it was an area that was being developed. Oh, okay. So, when I Google mapped it, um, one side of the road was, like, pretty heavily being developed. And they were starting to go across the road to where these bodies were found. Oh, wow. Um, according to um, a show called Marie, Maria Elena Salinas, um, in her episode about the case, police searched 100 acres. They ultimately found 11 women and girls as well as a fetus. Wow. So is that a, that show, though, was that like a Netflix, Hulu, what was it? Or? Um, I had to, I had to like use the search function on Roku to find it. I was I say, remember, I've never heard of it. Yeah. And I couldn't remember what it was on, but I found it and it was, it was, it wasn't free. It was on like... Discovery Plus or something. I can't remember. Oh, okay. So as news broke about the bodies, the police started getting families calling in about their missing loved one to see if they were one of the victims. The ages of the women are between 15 and 32 years old. The, most of them were Hispanic and most of them were involved in sex work. When the remains were officially identified nearly a year later, all the women had disappeared between 2001 and 2005. So it, I'm, you just said that they were related to sex work or the, the missing women that they determined were the remains of people. Yeah. So the, um, all of them, well, not all of them, most of them were Hispanic and most of them did sex work. Oh, okay. Um, so these people, I might be saying their names wrong, but they are Jamie Barella, Monica Candelaria, Victoria Chavez, Virginia Cloven, Selenia Edwards, Cinnamon Elks, Doreen Marquez, Julie Nieto, Veronica Romero, Evelyn Salazar, 
and Michelle Valdez. And she is the one who was pregnant at the time of her death. It's almost like you said 2009. Is when the first bone was found. Yeah. That's weird. And I only say that because um, here I am with my what ifs, but like, I'm not sure the exact time of like, um, what is it called? The underground railroad, um, stuff, you know, like the, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like the, the original, original Underground Railroad? Like slavery time? No, no, no. I'm talking about like the... Um, the, the trafficking one? Yeah. The That's people, still a thing. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's not still a thing. I'm just wondering when it started. Oh. And how maybe like if it was like some person that's like, I'm going to get found out because I have these sex workers or whatever. And so they just like kill them all off and dump their bodies. Or I don't know, like there's so many possibilities probably. Yeah, um, it, it, to me it kind of seemed more like it's just um, a random serial killer who was going to areas where there were sex workers and picking one up and then taking them and murdering them. Because no one, no one, other than them being a paycheck for somebody, they, no one cared. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only things as far as evidence goes that police found at the burial site besides the bodies was an acrylic nail and a tag to a landscaping nursery. So, like, really nothing was found. A landscaping nursery? Like, mm-hmm. like where you buy your shrubbery and trees and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So the person maybe worked, like, a second job doing landscape stuff. It's a theory, and I'll get a tiny bit more into it here. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much for being here, for being a listener, and allowing us to take up a little portion of your day to share some of these true crime and cold case histories with you. Um, it takes a lot of work to put in and and find these these cold cases. If you guys have liked this episode and some of the others that we've done that are like it, please, please subscribe if you have not already. As well as, we would surely appreciate it if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Um, without further ado, let's get back to the episode. Thank you guys so much. Um, in 2018, in a section about a quarter mile away from the burial site, construction crews were digging and found more remains. After more searching and investigation, those bones were confirmed to be 800 to 900 years old. So they did find more, but those ones were not related at all. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. What are the odds <laughs> of that, right? Well, you know, and that's eight to 900 years old. That's like some burial site, like Native Americans. So. Yeah, probably. Especially in New Mexico, yeah. Yeah. I just think of like, at that point, I mean, well, not that it's related, but like, did they go, well, we can't dig here anymore because it's like, um, I don't know what the process would be for that. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, it's not related. So, (laughs) um, according to coat.com investigator or quote, investigators are concerned that there may be burial sites that have been covered by construction, unquote. So it's possible that there were more victims buried in the area that they missed. Yeah, because of, yeah, they just put down the foundation mm-hmm. and such. Um, police have released the names of eight other missing women from the area who have similar backgrounds to the victims found in West Mesa. Um, to my knowledge, um, there's been no update on those other eight. So the FBI did become involved in this case along with the Albuquerque Police Department. And one suspect lived a few miles from the burial site. In 2006, Lorenzo Montoya had a sex worker at his house. She was taken to Montoya's house by her boyfriend who waited in the car. Montoya strangled the sex worker and her boyfriend, wondering what was taking so long, left his vehicle and 
when he was approaching the house, he saw Montoya leaving the house through a different door with a sex worker in a large blanket slung across his shoulders. The boyfriend shot Montoya and killed him. He is considered one of the two top suspects in the case. Wait, did I just hear this right? So it was two guys or was it? it So one guy called up for a sex worker. The boyfriend of the sex worker took her to the location. Oh, okay. The guy killed her. The boyfriend was like, man, this is taking a long time. I'm going to go see what's up. And saw Montoya trying to dispose of the body. That was the guy that bought the sex worker person. Mm-hmm. Got yeah. it. So he's now dead because the boyfriend shot him. So can't really question him now. Oh, okay. In 2014, an Albuquerque man named Joseph Blea was suspected as he had a history of sexually assaulting teenagers as well as frequenting sex workers and stalking them. The nursery tag that was found with the victim's bodies was traced back to a company that had Blea on their client list. So that's where he's connected to this. Okay. He has been in prison since 2015 for the sexual assault crimes of the teenagers. It's reported that his wife and daughter have found women's jewelry and clothing in the house that do not belong to either of them. It's also reported that some of the victim's jewelries are missing. However, I didn't find anything in all of my research that said that the jewelry in the guy's house did belong to any of the victims, but he is the second top suspect in the case. So, I'm sorry. Like, I try to follow, like, some of the stuff you said. You're way smarter than I am. But, um, yeah. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Blea. Yeah. He's a creep. Yeah. He sexually assaulted teenagers. Okay. He goes and finds sex workers and he likes to stalk them and everything. Well, he also has bought items from that nursery that the tag was from. Oh, got it. Okay. 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 <laughs> He's in prison for the sexual assault of the, of the teenagers. He has a daughter and a wife. Yeah. They say in their house, they have found women's items that do not belong to them. Okay. So it's a question of, do they belong to the victims? Do they belong to other victims? Like, did he take these as like trophies? Oh, okay. Thing. Isn't that kind of generally common though? Like the trophy um, thing with yeah. people? Yeah. They like to take a little souvenir. Cause it didn't, um, like, I mean, this is a common thing, but like Jeffrey Dahmer, didn't he kind of do something like that? Mm, I mean, he kept the bodies to eat them. Well, pictures. Yeah. He did take the pictures. Yeah. So, I mean, I think any of your serial people, whatever they're doing, they're taking pictures or trophies and, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say all of them do, but I would say most of them do. Yeah. Um, KRQE News reported that close to 1,200 tips have come in for this case. In 2010, a reward of $100,000 was offered for information leading to an arrest and conviction of the people responsible for the murders. In 2020, the burial site was converted into a park to memorialize the victims. And if you if you Google map that, you can actually see it. It looks pretty nice. It's big. Yeah. Um. So... There is that episode um, with Maria Elena Salinas. Um, and there was a Dateline episode. I think I was just burned down on researching it, so I didn't watch that one. Yeah. But there's a Dateline episode on this as well. But yeah, they are still... I have no idea who did it. Um, you'd think that you'd get more creative when uh, you when you like were to dispose of bodies. These people like put them in the same place. Um, it's not uncommon for serial killers to have like a dumping ground. Yeah, I know. How Especially because they like to revisit sometimes. So not only do you get to drop off another one, you get to revisit some old memories. You know, and I, I guess this is where my head is with this, 
is you know that these serial killers, these people that are doing it on a repeat repeated offense, they have something messed up in their head. Like obviously, yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. But even more so because they're they're doing it like they're like, oh, I can get away with this. So then they make like they're doing it thinking that it's okay, kind of that they can get away with it rather than like, I mean, any sane person, any sane person, well, A, wouldn't do it, do any, yeah. But two, if they did, I mean, I just think people are smarter, should be normally smarter than these guys are. But anyway. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like, you're not going to like, you wouldn't put them, like, if you were like, oh, I'm going to, I have three dead people, you're not going to put them in the same places i wouldn't think i mean yes and no i think because he had put his last victim there around 2005 and that was four years before the land was being developed so he probably thought he put him like far enough out in the middle of nowhere that they would never be found or be found way later would be my guess yeah well anyway i don't know i'm not gonna get like real deep into it i mean i think partly I don't know. Maybe some of my military background like gives me like different like per, like I don't know, not like perspective on it, but like it's just like can you be that dumb? Like that you would leave like you would put all your bodies like in the same spot or that you keep the like these jewelry trophy things or take pictures of it and keep the pictures like um if you I mean anyway. Yeah. Well, and it like it seems like a lot of them are caught um because they kept trophies. Yeah. And it's like okay. I mean, but to be fair, like as dumb as it maybe is to bury all your people in one area, he currently is getting away with it. So it's true, but he could be that guy that got shot. Yeah, he could be. So anyway, I don't know, but yeah, that's the case. That's the case. The West made some murders. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you guys have any more information on this stuff please contact there's a phone number i looked it up oh the other day gosh anyway but there just look for that number and, and then find it and then uh, do that and do that thing um aside from that if you have inform like not information but like if you're like hey you should check out this cold case or if you if you think it'd be nice to like hear a different person's take on a cold case uh free feel 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 free to email us at RockyMountainColdCases at gmail.com. Um, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. You have to like swipe up and, and find the little star and give us a good star. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for being a listener. Why are you making faces at me? You ramble so bad at the end every time. It's good. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys.